All right, so welcome mm-hmm. back to. Oh, I guess Nala wants to do the intro. Shh. No. Uh, welcome back to episode five of, this, of our podcast. We've been out for like four weeks. <laughs> uh, been busy as hell. We're getting closer to meeting our little boy. We had a baby shower. We got sick. And then we got a bit lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're finally back doing it for episode five. And then we'll go ladies first again. Um, go ahead and kick us off. So the first question we have is from the Reddit. Is it called a Reddit page? Subreddit. <laughs> Subreddit. I was close. Subreddit Your, page. The website was correct. Uh, what is this for women? What is it? R slash ask women. R slash ask women. How much would you care if your partner had misogynistic friends? So. They'd be my best friends. <laughs> I feel like um, when I was younger, a lot of my opinions on this changed. But like when I was younger, my parents used to always tell me who you hang out with is who you end up being like or what you end up looking like. Right? So, if you're around a whole bunch of people who don't care about school, you're going to end up not caring about school. Like, that type of mentality. So, I feel like this kind of connects with that. But, as uh, of course, when I was younger in, like, high school, I would think, no, you're wrong. Like, I could be friends with people and like them for who they are and not turn into them. But um, when you're younger, you tend to want to fit in. And so, like, I noticed when I would hang out with different groups, I hung out with everybody in high school. Like, I didn't have a group. But yeah. the when I would hang out with a specific group, I would tend to either, like, hold stuff back or, or say things especially because of whatever the circumstances were. And so when it came to, like, trying to belong, right... Um, that was also a big thing in high school, like making sure that you can like find a group and kind of be with people. Right. So, um, with this being, if your partner had misogynistic friends now being an adult, I, I like see some truth to the friends you hang out with or who you turn out to be because you do try to keep those friends around and most of the time when you disagree with people or you don't have the same beliefs or feelings as some people, you don't tend to want to hang out with them again because you don't click. There are things that you don't connect on. A majority, a majority of the time when you're friends, you have things that you need to connect with, you need to click with, right? So um, you have friends that are, let's say, let's say you had a misogynistic friend which you don't have any, (laughs) but, um, let's say you had a misogynistic friend and he was like back from high school and you kind of like were in that group. And then now that you're an adult, you kind of moved away from it, but he's still your friend. Like, I feel like that's a different circumstance than, uh, just being out, going to a bar, running into some people, realizing they're misogynistic and deciding to hang out with them. Yeah. I feel like that's totally different. Yeah. That makes sense. You're actively choosing yeah you're choosing to be friends with people like that instead of having people in your life already like that whether they grew into that type of person or they are always were and you grew out of it um but i feel like either way it says a lot about a person if you hang out with people and the way that they act with those people not just with you so, like, if you're hanging out with me and you're not misogynistic, but then you hang out with somebody and they're misogynistic and it turns you into a misogynistic person, that says something about you. Yeah. But if they're misogynistic and you try to, like, the way you keep your friendship is by, like, either jokingly correcting them or kind of letting it go, thinking it's not a big deal, I feel like um says a lot about your personality because... There's people that you can have in your life, but when you don't stand up for what you believe in with those people, I feel like in a sense, you're not being fake, but you're not being true to yourself and your beliefs if you're pretending like it's not a big deal. Yeah. 
So it's not that I would be like, oh, you, you're friends with that guy. Like, it wouldn't be that kind of reaction. It would be more of like a, so I kind of see that he doesn't stand up for himself or his beliefs. And that's kind of a hard hitter. Like, that's like a, it's not like I'm just saying, oh, you're an asshole for being, oh, sorry. You're, no, you're, you're an asshole for being, like, with that guy friend, um, that misogynistic guy, like, that's messed up. Um, I wouldn't judge his friend, because obviously his friend is who he is as a person. I didn't choose to be around that person, but I'm choosing you as my partner. So if I'm choosing you as my partner, and you're choosing to go along with the misogyny, or you're choosing to ignore the misogyny, and you think it's okay that's when I would have a problem with it. Like, if he started treating me wrong, yeah. that would be a problem. Like, if you didn't stand up for me, and that means that that friendship would, you know, it just wouldn't, again, wouldn't click. Yeah. Like, like you have to have people around you that you click with. So, you can have different opinions and still click with people. Like, we have a lot of friends that have a lot of different opinions and beliefs than we do. But we're still friends with them regardless of that because we found other ways to connect, whether it's our personalities, joking, um, going to favorite, doing favorite activities, going to favorite things, like favorite music, like other things make us click, but we still can respect others' opinions and beliefs. So I think that's what's different is misogyny isn't really a belief. It's more of a, yeah. Misogyny isn't really a belief. It's like a bad behavior that they adapted. Like an idea. Like an idea, yeah. Like um, I don't even know how to this an ideal. It's like racism or (laughs) like things like that. Like I guess technically it is a belief. It's not uh, racism, but it's like racism. uh, The the idea of that you know like. It's wrong, so it shouldn't be okay. Yes. Does that make sense? Men can make sandwiches too. (laughs) Like that joke. (laughs) That was the point of the joke. (laughs) Hi, Nala. Yeah, I agree with you. I um, to give my man's take on this. Mm -hmm. Um, it's uh, it. As a guy, you tend to link up a lot with people that are very like-minded. So, I think it is kind of a big tell sometimes when... Not all the time, obviously, because everyone's different. But um, you, you do tend to kind of tell how a person is based on their friends a lot. I feel like as a dude, or at least like... That's how I've noticed it so far in my um, life as a dude. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I feel like a lot of the times they do tend to share that kind of opinion. And I think a lot of the times in guy, in like guy friend groups, they tend to not correct each other either. Like... Like, if there's one messed up guy in the group, because everything else is not messed up, they tend to ignore the uh, the messed up part. And I think that's sometimes what happens. Like, you're conditioned to kind of ignore the bad in people. So, when you're with a relationship, and all of a sudden you bring this friend over with you that's been your friend for years, and you've been so conditioned since you were younger to kind of ignore those behaviors you don't notice them until someone puts you puts you on the spot on the spot to notice notice them you know and that's something that i think more people in general have to take into consideration like i feel like us as humans were um we're really good at being in a honeymoon stage for a lot of things whether it be friends relationships a new car you know like there's different things that that we tend to ignore for our own benefit um it's funny you and me weren't like the popular kids in school but we knew like a lot of people Mm -hmm. so i think we kind of i me was because i moved around so much as a kid like my parents 
moved around a lot, so I moved along with them, mm-hmm. that I kind of learned to make friends, like, on the fly, kind of. So mm-hmm. I think that taught me a lot about learning how to choose my friends. So I, I tended to pick up on those little kind of red flags within people mm-hmm. that made me just keep them at surface-level friends or if even friends at all. Um, so... I feel like I'm a little bit better in this regard uh, than most at detecting that kind of stuff. But I can definitely... I, I've been somewhat part of uh, like groups of guys that you can just tell. Me personally, I would leave those yeah. group friends when when I would notice something that I didn't like. But some people just don't because of the kind of camaraderie. Like I said, camaraderie. There it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I also agree with you, you saying that, like, we have a lot of friends that have very different differing opinions. Yeah. But they're still not, like, they're tolerable different opinions. Not, like, we have a friend that's racist and we're just like, hey, right. that's yeah. what he wants to say, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. like, we don't... I meant more of, like, no, political know. or, you know, I know. like, and religious. My point that, the point that I'm coming to is, like, I think a lot of people don't have tolerance anymore, mm. you know? And that could lead to blindness when it comes to this because you're... A lot of people nowadays, like, if... If they don't vibe with you 100%, if they don't eat at the same place you do, think the same thing you do, read the same book, watch the same movies, you don't you don't talk to them. That, I feel, blinds people to maybe worse red flags that those friendships may have. Maybe that friend is a complete manipulator, but because he checks off all these boxes or she checks off all these boxes... Um, Which, I mean, that's what manipulators do. True. They but, blend to you so yeah. that you feel like they like, like you. Like you, yeah. But, like, they're checking off all these boxes and you fail to see that they, I don't know, steal from you or, or use you for... Abusive. Yeah, or are abusive. It's different things, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, just being able to share in different views to a certain point is really good. Like people need to be more tolerant. I feel like a lot of the times you see someone, specifically when you talk about politics and religion, like if someone believes in something, they, they, they get, they, they, they get attacked, you know, whether you're religious or not, like religious people attack non-religious people and run the religious people attack religious people all the same, you know, but instead of being like, Hey, you know what? I believe in this, you believe in that, I respect your beliefs, let's hang out and talk about this other thing that we like. We don't even have to touch on the subject. Mm -hmm. Or, you can touch on the subject, but just respect it. There's no need for you to be like, that's wrong, you know? It might be wrong to you, but it's not wrong to them to a certain point. And no one knows everything, so I feel like everyone has an opportunity to learn something. So, you'll never learn if you never have other opinions around you that are different. Exactly. You're only going to think the same thing if you're surrounded by the same people. That's also how you, like, how you better yourself as a person. Yeah. You take in different ideas from different places and incorporate them into your own life. Being cultured or having diversity in your life. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. If you only have the same idea your whole life, you're... You're kind of a clone. Yeah. Maybe a cool clone, but not necessarily a good clone. <laughs> Maybe not even cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. All right. <laughs> Wait, you stole it. <laughs> so, next question now comes from the r slash ask men. How fair is the dating... Oh, a little earthquake there because of Nala. Uh, how fair is the dating platitude if he wanted to... Is it platitude? He would. Perry the platypus. That's what I think when I hear platitude. I think it is platitude. While she looks that up, um, it just kind of gives some background. Uh, the platitude. phrase refers. Huh? Platitude. Platitude. The phrase refers to an idea that if a man is interested in a woman in the early stages of dating, he would show her and put. Oh, like he would show her and put the effort in to make the relationship work. 
If he doesn't, the woman should move on as if he wanted to, he would. I think it's mildly unfair. So kind of in the middle, leaning towards unfair. Reason being is because I think that it's not a one-way street. You can't expect the man to be the person to drive the relationship 100% of the time. Maybe in the olden days that might have been more of the case, but I feel like, I mean, and I guess it, it kind of depends on if you're that type of couple, like very traditional, that still might exist. But nowadays, like, I feel like everyone's more on an equal playing field. So I think everyone needs to try, you know, like you can't expect just the man to do everything. And if they don't do everything, then the relationship's not only going to work, you know, like I... I don't think that more traditional way of having a relationship was really the way to go regardless, even back in the day, because it's, it's just like, you can't expect things to go well if only one person is trying, you know what I mean? Now, the reason why I think it's fair is because there does need to be effort, you know? If the guy is just not trying at all, you, um, even though we suck at taking hints, we've seen this in the show before, uh, <laughs> um, even if the guy is not good at taking hints, he, he should still notice that something's being wanted or hinted at in, 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 um, in a way, like if if the girl is saying, "Oh, is smelling. <laughs> smelling the mic," in a way, if the girl's like saying, "Oh man, I would love to um, go see snow sometime. I've never been to the snow." That could be something that the guy should at least be attentive enough to notice and be like, "Hey, you know what? Let's make a plan. Let's let's set up a date to take the to take a trip to." In, I don't know, Colorado, wherever mm-hmm. there's snow. You know what I mean? So I think there does have to be an effort, but the if he wanted to, he would, I think, is very one-sided, and relationships aren't one-sided. I think you're thinking of it as a very, like, effort-based question, when it could be looked at differently. So it says, if he wanted to, he would. So I feel like... When you think of this question, you think of it as effort, yes. And of course, if your girlfriend is like um, like not showing you your love language, but she's expecting you to show her her love language, yeah. that I understand. Um, but if you think of this question as uh, as if he's responding, right? So like if if I'm showing my lo- my love language to you and it's, acts of service right and I'm like okay I'm gonna um do the dishes for him so he doesn't have to tonight I'm gonna give him a back rub if I'm noticing he his back is hurting or like things like that and I'm doing all these things and then I expect not expect something in return but I expect for you to treat me the same way I'm treating you and he says oh I really want to babe but you know like I'll do it at another time or, I really want to, babe. Uh, it's just this. It's just that. Making excuses. Making excuses for a later time. Always saying you're going to do it later, but never does. Mm-hmm. I think that's where this question comes from. Because it says, if he wanted to. Because he always says he wants to. But then, does he actually do it? It's the words versus action. It's a man saying, I'm going to do something. And then never doing it. Yeah. So, like, you always say, not you, but, like, for example, um, if I tell you, oh, babe, like, this first Valentine's Day, I would love it if you, you know, got me flowers and you set up a date for us. And you said, okay, I'll do that next year because this year I didn't know. And the next year you have Valentine's Day and you do the exact same shit. And then I go, okay, well, you told me you would try harder this year and you didn't. So... What happened? And you say, oh, money was tight, but I really want to, babe. Like, I really want to treat you nice. Mm-hmm. 
if he really wanted to, to treat you nice, he would find some type of way to get it done. Regardless yeah. if it took money or no money. Like, he would write you a love letter. That's free. He would write you a song, regardless if he could sing. He would use his talents that were free to do whatever. To do so, something special. He would make the day special. Yeah. Instead of it being like, oh, had no money, couldn't do it. And putting no effort in to going past that point. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a if he wanted to do something, he would actually do it. That's what I think it's asking. Yeah. Not if she's putting an effort, then I'm going to put an effort. No. Because you're right on that That's not what I was saying is like, like, it has to be equal effort wise. Like, I w- I'm not saying that it's like a tit for tat. Like, like, oh, if she puts effort, I'll put effort. Both of you have to put effort. So it's Regardless. like this, this sentence, at least maybe it's because I'm a dude, but at least like on my social medias and stuff. I see it being directly specifically towards men not doing things for the women, you know? So... And me, I see it as, like, a man saying he's going to do something and not doing yeah. it. Um, in, the, in the ones that I'm seeing, it's, like, all the... all the, the You know how the algorithms, like, like, make it so that you see a certain side and not the other. Um... They may it make it, it all the ones that I've seen make it seem like it's like, like, uh, like there's no effort on the man's side right. of anything, you know. And do you think both can be combined in a way? Yeah, exactly. Because it's not just about effort, and it's not just about if he said he would do it. Because there are circumstances, mm-hmm. but I think the key thing that you mentioned that is important here is like when you take those little things that she or he mentions and you actually use you them. Actually use them. Like when But you you actually do them like or pay if, attention yeah. to them. Like when when she says, Oh, I've never had chocolate, you're gonna think, What? She's never had chocolate? I'm gonna get her a chocolate bar because she's never had chocolate. Like you're thinking of her in that way. Mm-hmm. Same with like women putting in effort. Like if the woman hears you say, Oh, I've never um experienced biking in the desert yeah then you're gonna be like oh well sounds like he wanted to try it so let me try to figure out how we can do this together yeah so like yes effort is included but also like noticing the little things shows that he's actually paying attention to you and at the same time if he says he's gonna do something he should do it Yeah. yeah if he says like i'm gonna try better next time or or date night you say, I want date nights weekly, babe. I'm not even hinting at it. I tell you for a fact. I want date nights weekly. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Instead of just saying okay as a man, I think this is where a big part of the controversy comes in. Because men don't communicate the same way men do. And men don't communicate the same way women do. <laughs> so women go to detail what they're going to do, how they're going to do it. They think 10 steps ahead. Men yeah. do not think 10 steps ahead. No. They think simply put... This is what I mean, so just take it as what I said. Don't think deep into things. So, in this example... We think at most two steps ahead, because that's how far our legs take us. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So, let's say for this example, I say, I'm not going to give you hints, because I know for a fact you don't get hints. Like, it's hard for you to think in between the lines when it comes to hints, because women's hints sometimes are not the best. Sometimes they are, you have to think... 50 steps in one way to figure out what they actually mean. Um, But for example, not you specifically, but let's say I told you for a fact, I want date nights every week. You're going to try to make me happy and say, yeah, babe, that sounds good. Now, your yeah, that sounds good could be, okay, I'm going to make that. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a great idea. Let's try to do it once a week. And then let's say it gets too expensive or the schedules don't match up or things like that happen. You're not telling me, oh, let's try. And then if things come up, we should have that as a general rule that things do come up. Like you're not saying let's communicate all these details. You're just saying, yeah, sounds good. And in my mind as a woman, I'm thinking, well, he's going to make it happen no matter what. Yeah. But in your mind, you're thinking she'll be understanding if money's tight. She'll be understanding if something Mm. comes up. But what you told me is totally different than what you're thinking. And I think that's where this comes in, where there's problems. Because they say if he really wanted to, he would. 
I feel like the man is just saying what the woman wants to hear, and he has a part of it that is true, that he believes, but he's not going into extensive detail like the woman is thinking of what his response was yeah. when it comes to stuff like that. Because like now, now my expectation is date night every week. What happens? Saturday rolls around. Oh, we Nothing. didn't have date night. So now I'm pissed at you because you said we would have date night every week. But you didn't mention, oh, um, my work schedule got changed up and I couldn't find the time. Or, oh, I saw that you were stressed and so I figured planning out another thing would stress you out. Or, oh, money got tight because we had to pay for this and so it was really hard for me to pull through on that one this week. I was expecting to do this already next week. But being a woman, I'm not thinking of those excuses. I'm yeah. thinking, you told me you would, and you didn't. Yeah. So, I think that's where that confusion comes from. It's yeah. a matter of communication and understanding. When a guy just says yes and no blank statements like that, us as women have to ask every question in our head that you need to answer instead of answering it in my own head yeah. the way I want to hear it. Yeah, we can't read each other's minds. So. Yeah. Like... Don't assume that it's how you think. Yeah. Think, you got to be blatant and honest and, and open about how you feel and what you want. Because if you don't, that's when that, that shit happens. Where you have that miscommunication of you're thinking one thing, I'm thinking another. Now I'm pissed. Now you're pissed. I'm pissed. Instead of just saying, I want date night every week because I'm going to spend time with you. And then you're like, oh, okay. I want to spend time with you too. That doesn't mean we have to go out to dinner and spend money. That just means I can set up a little cooking at home, little date night. A little cheese tray. Light, light some candles, put on our favorite movie, do some free shit that yeah. you would normally do. But it's the effort of, I want to spend time with you, babe. Yeah, it's the effort of doing it. Yeah. So if he wanted to, he would. But I think it's a matter of communication. Yeah. In every scenario. I don't think that blanket statement could be a yes or no. Yeah. Because it's like a, it depends on every situation. Because the there are men out there who will say, "Yeah, I'm gonna give you date night," and they 100% wholeheartedly are just saying that to shut you up. Yes, and that's where the line comes in of like, if it's a repeat pattern, and you, he's not paying attention to those yeah. little things. And there are ever people. There are people that are just distracted. So like, you tell them something, it goes in one ear, out the other. So, like you said, communication is a big part. Make your intentions clear. Like, crystal clear, not just mentioning the same thing again. Like, actually sit down and be like, hey. And I know women don't like to do that because they're like, well, if he didn't think of it himself, exactly, it's not true. Exactly. But, but we don't think the same way you do. Exactly. We, so, we, yeah. We, you have to say it. Yeah. And that way, that way, ladies, okay, if you say it word for word and you don't give out hints... He's got no more excuses. <laughs> yeah, that's Straight that's up. True. You say how you listen. feel, what you say, and you say it clearly where their ears are open and listening to you. And you say exactly what you want. They can no longer say, well, you didn't tell me because, you know, I did. Yeah. And that's the whole point that's of true. communication is tell, telling them, like, you can no longer blame me for my woman's thoughts of how I thought you heard it. Yeah. No, I told you exactly how I feel and what I want. As guys, too, being clear or, well, being descriptive, I should say, because it's, yeah. it's very easy for a guy to say, like, yeah, I'll do it. But then that means something completely when, different. Where? How much? Exactly. It means <laughs> like, something completely different to you than it does to me. Yeah. So being like, yeah, um, probably not this week, but uh, two weeks I get paid. We'll do it then. And I was thinking, not this week? Yeah. So it's knowing like, those But now you details. know it's because I don't get paid until two weeks, but I will do it then, mm -hmm. you know? So it's just being clear and concise. Taking out the trash. I'm like, hey, babe, can you take out the trash? Now instead I'm going to say, hey, babe, can you take out the trash right now? Because it's on my mind. I can't get it out of my mind. Yeah. The trash stinks. I want the house not to stink. Yeah, there's can no... you please take the trash out right now? Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> yes, I can. But um, Instead of, can I take the trash out? And you saying yes, and me sitting there like, and why thinking, hasn't he gotten up to oh, take out the trash? I'll take it out in like five minutes. And I'm sitting here not knowing that. And I'm just like, okay, he mm -hmm. just listened to me and blatantly didn't do it. Yeah. Now, if you're clear and concise about your feelings, and they still don't do it, if you wanted to, he would. <laughs> yes. All right. Next.
Next. Beat you to it. <laughs> I read the last one. Alright. This is from what page? R slash dating advice. R slash dating advice. Uh, this is from you slash baby god underscore goddess 21. Uh, what does it mean when people ask, what do you bring to the table? Uh, I've seen it browsing. Uh, I've seen it browsing around sometimes and even referenced in convos IRL, but I'm not entirely sure what the, what the asker would be looking for. For example, someone financially stable, stable job, pays own bills, own place, has own friends, has hobbies, etc. But is that bringing something to the table or just exhibiting? Exhibiting. Sorry. (laughs) You're just like to hit you hard on that one. I don't even think exhibiting. Is that even a word? No. (laughs) Exhibiting stability. Combine exhilarating with exhibiting. Yeah. Uh, Stability. Would it be more mental or emotional? Like, they're self-aware and emotionally intelligent, for example? Or are they simply asking, what can you do for me? Like, can you cook, clean, be my personal support system, etc.? Really just wondering, lol. You want to start or do you start? You can start. I think it's a little bit of everything, honestly. Um, I think for the most part, though, when people say that, is like... What are you contributing to this relationship, right? It kind of goes back to the last topic of like, what effort are you putting in to this relationship? I think that's the more common one. It can be like something physical, like like he mentions or they mention. Uh, she mentions, goddess. <laughs> well, they. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, <laughs> What? It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. Anyway, um, um, they um. Sorry, I lost your train. Of thought. Dude, my train just went out the window. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh yeah, so like they could mean financially stable or something. Like for example, say that you're dating this I don't know rich person, right? And you're like a janitor. No shame in being a janitor, but like if they're expecting you to cover half of the bills, you know, you're not bringing much to the table kind of a thing. And some people look for that. Some people want someone that shares in their same goals and they want them to bring half of that to the table, you know. But I think in general, it's just mainly like effort. Like, um, are you going to be working on this relationship as much as I am because that's important if you if like the previous uh, the thing we looked over if both people aren't putting an equal amount of effort into the relationship it's just not going to work one person's bound to get tired and when they get tired that's how things end if they're not fixed so yeah yeah that's what I um mine is it depends on the person so uh it's as simple as that there are people in this world that believe that the only thing that don't hit that it's hitting the mic (laughs) so um i think a lot of this is based off of personality like there are men who are like if the woman can't cook i can't cook so we're screwed um, so if she can cook, if she's bringing that to the table, it always burns. It's... Uh-huh. Yeah, the kitchen always burns. Yeah. What are you trying to say? What? No, nothing. Watch your, watch your words there, bub. <laughs> That's why I bring a burnt plate to the table. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you're okay. the one bringing the burnt plate. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Hey, no, basically like that basically about. that's it that it's based off personality because some men are like i highly i i find cooking highly intelligible and and sexy because it shows that you can take care of me and i can take care of you in other ways i don't think it's all what could you what could you do for me i think it's more of like what your personal interests are and what you like and what you prefer because it it could be emotional could be physical um it depends on the person you are uh, for you, obviously, it's shown, like, based on how you answered the question, 
Putting in effort into the relationship is a highly important thing to you. You want to make sure that what you're putting in, someone else is putting in too. Just like other uh, podcasts have mentioned, like uh, it's not a 50-50 way in a relationship. Sorry. It's 100 and 100. Yeah. It's 110 and 110. Like that's, I think, what your mindset is and what's important to you. For me, um, I'm such a high-wired person and such a stressed out and anxious person that when I know that you can do things for me in acts of service. That is what I look for. Who could bring that to the table? Are you handy? Are you able to solve problems on your own? Are you able to um, provide for yourself and be responsible and self-reliant? Um, like Those are things that are important to me because of my own needs. That I know what I can do for myself. I'm looking for that. It's that nature, that natural instinct... That you're looking for someone to fill the needs that you can't do yourself. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, too. So, like, it's... it's You're looking for that person to complete you. Are you like, gonna, <laughs> that, <laughs> that... That, uh... Old, old tale, Are like, you going to be a problem or are you going to be a solution? Exactly. Kind of thing? Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So, like, it's not just about what can you do for me. It's about what can you... What can you do? And is it something that we can work on and help each other with? Yeah. Um, but if you're thinking, man, I, you know, she needs to cook because she needs to cook, that's different. That takes us back to our first question. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're thinking he needs to provide because he needs to provide, that's a problem. Yeah. Like, you're looking at someone as value in what they can do for you instead of working on it as a team. You're looking for a waiter. You're looking for a way out of your problems instead of solving your own problems. And that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you should be looking at I can be happy with myself and where I'm at and not rely on someone else to get things done but that's again one of my that's one of my personal things I value self-reliance it's independent over here but that's something that someone else might not they some people thrive they love it when others take care of them yeah, like they love it when um, you can you know like do everything pay for everything plan everything like they love that they love getting being taken care of and that's what they're looking at their table for exactly someone that can bring that to them exactly and doesn't mean it's wrong it's just other people's feelings Mm -hmm. and what they're they're looking for to complete their other half as long as both parties are happy really in this one like what one person's bringing to the table is what the other person wanted at the table and vice versa. Exactly. And if that doesn't line up, if you're like, well, if you're saying I have to cook, I'm not about to learn a whole nother skill just to make you happy unless you love that person or you realize this person is something I want I want to have or this person is someone that I want to have in my life. Then you could say, you know, we can take cooking classes together or why don't we cook together and try to figure out if what our strengths are in the kitchen. I know for us personally, you're good with stirring shit. <laughs> and I'm good with putting shit in the pan. So, like, when we're, when we're cooking, <laughs> when we're cooking together. <laughs> I don't know if that was a diss or a metaphor. Oh, no. No. It's because I forget to stir and I burn. Yeah, that's true. And... You don't necessarily know how, what to add to a pan, like to a meal. Hey, I know how to cook. We we know how to cook separately, but we have strengths, right? No, I get. And it. so I our, get what you're our strengths are those things. Like <laughs> I know that this goes with good with this, and this flavor goes with good with this flavor. But <laughs> I'll be so busy putting all this shit together that I'll forget about the thing burning in the back Ooh, of the stove. Yeah. Whereas you're like, oh, I that needs to be stirred. Stirred. <laughs> so I feel like it's like. You complete each other with that, yeah, right? No, so, and I think that's inevitably what you want to find—something that completes you. Yeah. And putting effort to get that done. Yep. Next. A moment of silence for me. No. <laughs> Alrighty. So the next one comes from r slash relationship advice. Posted by you slash embarrassed cover. Mm. That's embarrassing. 776. Uh, um, oh, wait. I don't know why I was going to read how long it's posted. Um, I, female 18, very young, no longer feel excited about college because I don't want to lose my boyfriend. Male 18. 
don't read it so what like I'm 18 don't want to lose my boyfriend <laughs> like, did like, I read it right like yeah. what I'm sorry <laughs> I female 18 no longer feel excited about college because I don't want to lose my boyfriend keep going better yeah okay <laughs> I'm a high school senior who's been accepted at every college I apply to. Damn, smarty pants over here. Um, two are in the city I live in, and two are about two hours away. I've been with the same boy since freshman year, and I can't imagine my life without him. I also can't imagine my life without the support of my parents. I have no excitement when it comes to college. I just sit and cry. I don't know what to do. I know the easy way is just to stay here and stay with my boyfriend, but my gut tells me to go to the school two hours away. I just don't know what to do. I am at a loss. Okay, uh, can I go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay, so just our, just our uh, little bit of background information. I went to college. He did not. I didn't um, make it out of elementary school, man. And barely passed high school. Yeah, man. <laughs> um... So we have two different opinions as to the value of college and making that choice to go, right? Because you chose to go and then you chose to not finish. And I chose to go and I didn't want to and I stuck through it and I just did it. So um, with this in mind, with that being our backgrounds, you keep hitting the microphone. I know, it's just so tempting to play with the (laughs) table. (laughs) I need a fidget. (laughs) For Spinner. your feet. <laughs> Ooh. Stop. Fidget. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Fidget pedals. What do we have to say? Uh, that we trademarked it. That trademarked. Oh, yeah. TM. TM. Foot fidget. Fidget. That sounds very close That sounds very, else. yeah. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Never mind. No TM on that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Back to the question. Okay. Um. So, uh, no longer being excited about college. Okay. So, it's what you want. So, don't think of it as something that someone else wants. Me, as a person, my parents pushed college on me so hard. So much pressure to go. Only thinking that that's what I would have to have in order to make it in this world. And, yes, college has helped me, but it has not been the only reason that's brought me to where I am. And there are benefits, and there are other things that don't make it beneficial. (laughs) Um, And so you have to weigh the pros and cons and figure out what you want as a person, not what someone else wants for you. So if your boyfriend's telling you, well, we won't be able to last being two hours away. If you cannot last being two hours away from each other, that's another story. You should be able to have a relationship and be two hours away. And or, if you've been with this guy for four years, maybe it's time to find that responsibility, get a place together, and start living together and take that next step. If he's not ready or if you're not ready, then I feel like that relationship should go through this trial or this tribulation and be able to make it throughout the end. That might be a test to your relationship if you can make it and if you'll be responsible enough and you can... Take that next step maybe when you are ready. Um, However, if college is something you just don't want to do because it's college, not because you're going to lose your boyfriend, but because it's college in and of itself, that is what tells you, yes, I want to go or yes, or no, I do not want to go. If you're like, I really want to go to college for myself to learn more, to be educated, to have better opportunities in this world, you need to go with it. You need to do it. Um, regardless if it's the two-hour one or the one in the city. Um, but if it's because you're afraid of losing your boyfriend, not a good choice. Like, it has to be for yourself, 100%. Because that boyfriend's been with you for four years. That's amazing. Relationships break up after 10 years, after 15 years, after 20 years, after kids, after marriage. Like, relationships do not always last, regardless of how much you love them. You're only left with what you did for yourself. And I, I love you so much. And that's not a part of thinking of as like my independent self, my self-sufficient self. But like making a decision like this at such a young age, being 18 years old and making a decision based off a boy. It's, I sound like a parent already, but, <laughs> but like Breakfast. thinking, thinking of it responsibly, 
Like, I always made decisions in my life based on what I would think others wanted me to do until I got older and kind of got that self-confidence that I could do what I wanted. But a lot of my choices were based off of what other people wanted me to do. And I regret a lot of those choices. When it comes to thinking of going to college, I was like, I'm going to go to college because if I don't, I'll never hear the end of it from my family or I'll always think they don't think I'm good enough because I didn't get a degree or things like that. I fought for this guy right here sitting next to me because he was what I wanted the first time I ever chose to do that. To stick up for myself, make a choice, stick to it, regardless of how people felt about me. And it was the best decision I ever made in my entire life. And I feel like that is where it's going to count the most. Is when you choose to do something because you want it in your heart, not because someone else is telling you to do it. So if you're like, college is for me and this is the college I want to go to, that's what you need to choose. And the boyfriend... And you will stay together if it's meant to be. Because that situation, it needs to happen. That's up to you guys to figure out. And you will figure it out. But if the relationship was not meant to happen, girly, it was not strong enough in the first place. That's my opinion. Yeah. Um, so now, from uh, Mr. Too Cool for School, um, <laughs> you'll hear a differing opinion. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But... um. Uh, we end up with the same opinion, uh, and we went different routes, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, you and me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I kind of grew up in a family like hers as well, where it was like, like, you need to go to school. Like, college is kind of like a must, because you'll go, you'll get nowhere with, with, um, without it, right? And, like, now I'm balling, bro. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> Making a podcast at 8 o'clock <laughs> Hey, this With is, five likes. <laughs> this, this is like a passion project, okay? No, but seriously, like, I agree with you. It's And it's something that we've talked about when this little one comes is it's whatever you are actually doing for yourself. And funny enough, teachers said that at high school graduation, they're like, this was for your parents. Now what's next is for you. And we were like, yeah, let's get out of yeah, here. Yeah, right. We still have to okay. do what our parents say. Okay. You know? <laughs> we're still living under and their roof. being 18 makes sense. That's how you feel. Yeah. But realistically, um, yeah, just do what you love. If college is it, say you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, something that actually requires education, go for it. Cause when you're young, that's when you make the mistakes. Yeah. Not when you're 28, 29 years old and you're like, I have a mortgage that I need to pay. I have a child I need to support. Like you have more responsibilities on your plate the older you get. So when you're this young, make the mistakes now. Like that's yeah. what I say. And then like she mentioned, if college isn't the thing, then don't go. But definitely don't base it on your boyfriend's. Two hours away for a school, that's nothing. it's nothing. If you live in California, which we don't, that's like a commute to work. Yeah. So that's nothing. People do that to get drunk. <laughs> like, yeah. Like they, they do, yeah. They try that far to get drunk. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... To go to a fancy restaurant. Yeah. The, to go to a city that has this cool thing. That yeah. They like the, the distance... Go to a museum. Isn't that bad if college is really your thing and you think that that school's way better than all your other options in the city do it just like the if the relationship was built to last and you guys i maybe not built to last but if you guys actually work at it and try to make it last then that'll that'll kind of solve your problems there now if it was like out of state or your boyfriend was like going to a way different school that might be a little bit different um Long distance is hard to keep. There's a saying in Spanish where you say, and I think there's a song too, but it's like with long distance, the four of you are happy, essentially translated. So it, it is it, it is hard to keep very long distance, but two hours away shouldn't be a problem. Um, or find out a different way. Be responsible enough or yeah. self-sufficient enough to 
move together somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And so it's like an only an hour commute or do something like that where it's a give and a take. Yeah. If they if he has his own life and you have your own life, like come up with a compromise to make it work. If that exactly. if that's not even existent, if he's saying no, it's either here or nothing. It's not for you, girl. Relationships don't work on ultimatums. Yeah, that's not a good. You can't if if that. And you shouldn't be crying about it either. Like it, I mean, you could feel those emotions and be sad, but at the end of the day, like, it's a choice you have to make. So, being a choice you have to make, you shouldn't cry about it. It's something that has to happen in your life, regardless of which route you take. Yeah, do what makes you happy, and then you won't be crying, because. And then, like you said, figure out if it's the college that's making you less excited. Because I feel like the college isn't what it's amped up to be. Like, I went to it. You went to it. I struggled to accept the fact that I didn't like it <laughs> based on how I was raised. And I was able to find success without it. So, mm-hmm. it um, it's not the end of the road. You don't have to follow the path set out to you by someone else yeah choose what makes you and that's the hardest decision to make like when it comes to making your choice for yourself it's going to be the one that you have to fight the hardest for most of the time they're not easy yeah when you have to when you have to make that choice yourself it is the hardest thing you have to fight for and that's what makes you the how that makes you feel is how you know that it is your choice yeah i had so much passion and and power I felt so powerful in my choice to stay with you and to be with you it period like I felt like I had so much strength because I knew how much I believed in us and that's when like that is something that you get when you know you truly believe in something if it's like a feeling of like I don't know about this guy but I, I, I think I think he's what I want it's not it's not the right choice cuz you're just doing it cuz of of some other reason. Yeah. But when you have that power and that that gut feeling of like this is what I want, you know that's what you need to fight for. Yeah. Definitely. And you're still young. You have time. Like <laughs> We sound like we're 40. <laughs> I know, but even I, we're even like we're so young. Young rulers never. <laughs> Um, even then, like... We're not even 10 years apart. Oh, damn. Man. I know. <laughs> Why we does sound... my back hurt so much? Holy cow, we sound like we're 10 more. years apart, but we're not even no, 10 years but, apart. Yeah, even... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, like, what I would say is, like, you're still young. Whether, like, you have plenty of time to find what makes you happy as well. You don't have to decide now. You can just ebb and flow. Like you said, make all the mistakes right now that you have time ahead of you. One thing I will say, though, without a doubt that I've learned that will never that I've never heard of a scenario that this hasn't happened. If you go to college, you decide to take a year off. Every single time I've heard, I'm just taking a year off. I'm going to go back. They've never gone back. Or they went back and then they left again. Like that. I've heard people that have gone you've back. You've heard people yeah. that have gone back after 20 years? Yeah. Yeah, after 20 years. My French teacher. Right. After 20 oh, years when they figure I, out what they want. But I'm talking about I'm just going to take a year uh, off to catch up on well, this. Well, no. Yes. Like, like most of the time it's more than a year. Okay. It's that's what my be... next stop was going to go towards is you have so much time to find out what you're actually passionate about that if you decided not to go to college you can go back you know like for example her degree nothing to do with what she does now Mm -hmm. you know and that's most the case unless you're a doctor or a therapist or an educator but now like if you were if you could go back you would go for that for that purpose you know so, 100%. I have to go back for that purpose. Actually, yeah, you do. And I, yeah, and I get, get a master's degree. <laughs> yeah. I should have just figured out what so I wanted beforehand, yeah. but I couldn't. And and that's kind of the route I took. And then it turned out that I needed to need school. So I was like, okay. But if you had school, you would be further. Uh, no. There's a bunch of people well, that you are mentioned where I'm at. in your position that they've been promoted faster because of their. No. No, that's just the one freaking test. 
that they had, but that's not a college thing. Mm. That I could take on my own. But I'm definitely not, depends on what you're doing. I, I'm not going that route anymore. But like literally, like I have coworkers that are college. I have a coworker that has a master's and is doing the same thing that I did. Yeah. And it's no, like, it's not about that. It's about the position, like getting actually hired for a position. No, but that's what I mean. Without knowing someone. What? Well, yeah, there's some... Okay, we're going way off anyway. topic. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to get off topic. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's it. Next. <laughs> okay, so the last one it comes from r slash would you rather... Would you rather cheat or be cheated on? I personally think that this isn't that hard of a question. Well, I don't know which way you're leaning towards. Really? What would you say? Okay, well, let's say it on three at the same time. Okay. So when we say one, two, three... Ooh, we should add that. We should do that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea. What are we going to say? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So on... Three. So one, two, three, and we say it. it smells like dog. Yeah. Yeah. Everything does. <laughs> okay. On three, one, two, three, and then we say it. Okay. And we say just the word. Like, we either say, say cheat, cheat or, or cheated. cheated on. Okay. Cheated on. Okay. Or cheat. Okay. Okay. Wait, let me, hold on. Okay. Ready? Ready? Yeah. Three. Wait, I did it wrong already. <laughs> Wait, is it three, two, one, or one, two, three? You said one, two, three. Okay. Play it back. I forgot. <laughs> Pregnancy brain. It's real. Okay. Um. Okay. Look it up. It is on three. One, two, three. Cheated cheat on. on. Okay. See. You okay. thought I was gonna say cheat. cheat. I don't know. Why? I don't know. Bruh, you know I've Maybe. been cheated on. Yeah. Oh, Nala's like cheat. I hate. Oh, you would cheat on Rico. She's like you both are wrong. Is, you would you would rather cheat? You, uh, cheat, you want to yeah. avoid that heartbreak, Nala? Yeah. <laughs> Goes and bites him. <laughs> See what you made me say. <laughs> um. Okay, I guess it's not that hard, but like, yeah, so for me, I would say cheated on because I don't want to cause someone the hurt that I would feel. Okay, so why did you think that I would? No, I don't know because it could go both ways. Like, if you're if you've been hurt that bad, you could want to avoid that hurt at all costs. You could be like, okay, I'd rather cheat than be cheated on. But I think because of the scenario that we're in, that we love each other, and that we're in this relationship, get at that ass we would rather... Gotten at that. <laughs> yeah, we would rather deal with the pain because we don't want to cause each other misery. Yeah. But imagine if we were with other people, or yeah, like someone would... else, like a girlfriend of two weeks. Would you rather cheat or be cheated on? Oh, that's an interesting question. It changes I, your perspective. I think still cheated on? So, I don't know. I I've been cheated on in the past, and it hurts like cue, a mofo. Cue the. Oh, what is it? We need to look it up. No, no, no. My phone fell. I know it's fine. I'll pick it up right now. Um, but dun, dun, dun. Oh, it's gonna bother me. Anyway. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's a fucking siren. Um, anyway, so I've been cheated on before, so I know how it feels. I wouldn't want to do that to someone. Right. Regardless of if it's a two-week relationship, I'm always of the mindset of if you're not, if, if like you're interested in someone else like that, just break it off. It's not that hard. I know. Cheating you're, is so stupid. You're going to deal with so much more shit. If you cheat on someone, then, then if, if you, you just, just broke, broke up it them. up. And at the very least, you'll deal with the same amount of cheat. The same amount of shit. <laughs> cheat. <laughs> the same amount of shit. My accent came out. That also took me a minute to process yeah. because I was yeah. missing out too. So I'm like, cheat <laughs> shit? What? You'll, you'll, you'll end up with less or equal amount of shit. Yeah. By just breaking it off, you know, you you you'll hurt them either way, maybe if they don't see it coming, right? But I feel like there's a higher chance that you won't hurt them, or at least it'll be an understandable breakup if you just break up, you know, you sit mm-hmm. down and be like, hey, you know what, this isn't working out. Uh, sorry. 
Then like, oh, sorry, I kind of did someone else. Too late. Too late. You yeah. know. Plus, you never want to burn some bridges. What if like, I don't know. You think you're better with the other person, and in, in reality, you missed the gold mine. Yeah. And now you can go back and apologize. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know how that would go. You're right. Not as hard. Question. Yeah, see, I like the idea though of like it could be depending on your morals. If you've been a cheater before, you could be like cheat because I don't want to get hurt. True, but then you're just a piece of shit. So <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that does it for our last, uh, our episode five. I love. Uh, <laughs> I went through puberty, man. <laughs> but um, uh, you can uh, if you liked it, you know what to do. Um, Again with the Eeyore man. If you like it, you know what to do. (laughs) If you like it, do what you want. (laughs) If you liked it, um, go ahead and leave us a comment. Maybe ask us your own questions on there. We'd love to Uh, answer your own questions. They're probably a lot more interesting than us reading off Reddit like every other podcast. Exactly. So um, We want to be personal. (laughs) Leave a comment. Leave us a like. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify if you prefer listening in. And then you can also see some extra content and stuff on TikTok and Instagram. So, don't forget to give us some sugar. And stay salty.